Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 170, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone and we've reached the end of week 34 and today we'll start a brand new book of the Bible, the book of Nehemiah. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the friendly curious cow. So Marvin, before we get to Nehemiah, it is Friday, it is quiz day and yep, let me double check the giant scoreboard, yeah after 25 quizzes it is 12 all. It sure is Dave, let's do this jingle please! What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday, the Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. So, Gary, how are you today? Oh, all good, Dave. Busy, busy, busy. We squirrels never stop. Okay, yeah. So, do you guys team up, or is it more of a every-squirrel-for-himself type arrangement? Oh, we work together, Dave. We're kind of one big squirrel team. I mean, it used to be a lot harder to organize, but now we use social networking, so that's really made things a lot easier. Okay, good to know, Gary. Well, if you're ready, I think we're all ready for the quiz. Oh, I'm ready, Dave. Here we go with question one from this week's readings. We read about something happening in Jerusalem that made some people shout for joy, but made the older people sob. What was it? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I think that was right at the start of the week, huh? Yep, yeah, I think you're right, Marvin, and yes, I've got that one too. Great. Question two. When Israel split into two nations, Rehoboam was the first king of Judah. Who was the first king of Israel? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I I think I know that one, Dave. How about you? (laughs) Yep, yeah, I think I've got that one too. Okay, so the last question is how many times does the name David appear in the Old Testament? Oh, wow. Oh, that has to be loads. Yeah, it sure does. That's, that's got to be hundreds. Okay, okay, I have my guess. Yep, me too. So, let's see how you did. Question one, what happened in Jerusalem that made some cheer and made others sob? Okay, so they laid the temple foundation, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I put too. That's right. Question two. Who was the first king of the northern kingdom of Israel? Yeah, that was the other Aboam, huh? That was Jeroboam. Yep, I got that one too. Okay, so it all comes down to how many times the name David appears in the Old Testament. Okay, I went for 764, Dave. Okay, well, I went a bit higher than that, and, well, I just went for a nice round 1,000. Well, the name David appears 967 times in the Old Testament. Dave wins this week. Oh, wow. You were really close, Dave. Good guess. Yeah, thanks, Marv. And, yep, that puts me one point up. Hey, thanks, Gary. No problem, guys. I'll see you both next Friday. Okay, Marvin. So, we had better get to Nehemiah. Now, like you said yesterday, there are a few more chapters in the book of Ezra that, well, we're not going to read. Yeah, how come, Dave? Okay, so the first six chapters that we did read in Ezra, they're when the Jews first returned to Jerusalem. Yeah, right. Okay, now after those six chapters is kind of a break of around 60 years. And so it's in those 60 years that Esther's story happens. Oh, okay. So Ezra chapter 7 is when we hear about Ezra himself. Now he's a Jewish teacher. 
and King Artaxerxes sends him back to Jerusalem and actually sends him with a whole bunch of silver and gold and tells him to make sacrifices and basically buy whatever the Jews need to worship in the temple. Oh, wow. Well, that was nice. It was, and so that's what Ezra does. But he also finds that the Jews aren't following God with their whole hearts. They're mixing with other nations around them again. They're marrying foreigners who worship false gods. And so Ezra calls them to just knock that off. And this time, this time the Jews agree. And they say, yes, we need to follow only God. Oh, okay, so they did better this time. They did. And so, well, that's what's in those last few chapters of Ezra. But we're going to skip over that to get to Nehemiah. And that kicks off maybe 20 years after Ezra had returned to Jerusalem. And Nehemiah is still back in Babylon. Okay, gotcha. Oh, and so who's reading today? Well, today we're back to our friend Robin. Oh, hi, Robin. Hi, everyone. Today's reading is Nehemiah 1. These are the words of Nehemiah. He was the son of Hakaliah. I was in the fort of Susa. I was there in the twentieth year that Artaxerxes was king. It was in the month of Kislev. At that time Hananiah came from Judah with some other men. He was one of my brothers. I asked him and the other men about the Jews who were left alive in Judah. They had returned from Babylon. I also asked him about Jerusalem. He and the men with him said to me, Some of the people who returned are still alive. They are back in the land of Judah but they are having a hard time. They are ashamed. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down. Its gates have been burned with fire. When I heard about these things, I sat down and wept. For several days I was very sad. I didn't eat any food and I prayed to the God of heaven. I said, Lord, you are the God of heaven. You are a great and wonderful God. You keep the covenant you made with those who love you and obey your commandments. You show them your love. Please pay careful attention to my prayer. See how your people are suffering. Please listen to me. I'm praying to you day and night. I'm praying for the people of Israel. We Israelites have committed sins against you. All of us admit it. I and my family have also sinned against you. We've done some very evil things. We haven't obeyed the commands, rules and laws you gave your servant Moses. Remember what you told him. You said, If you people are not faithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me, I will bring you back. If you obey my commands, I will gather you together again. I will bring you back from the farthest places on earth. I will bring you to the special place where I have chosen to put my name. Lord, they are your people. They serve you. You used your great strength and mighty hand to set them free from Egypt. Lord, please pay careful attention to my prayer. Listen to the prayers of all of us. We take great delight in bringing honour to your name. Give me success today when I bring my request to King Artaxerxes. I was the king's wine taster. Thanks, Robin. Okay, Dave. So the temple had been finished, but the rest of Jerusalem's in bad shape, huh? That's right. The walls and the gates of the city are a mess. And when Nehemiah hears about it, he's upset. And so what does he do? Well, he prays. But, boys and girls, what I want you to notice is, well, look at how he prays. He doesn't just jump in and ask God to fix things or for God to help him. He starts by saying, God, I know that we've messed up. And he doesn't say, I know back in the day, back in Judah, I know that all those people sinned. And he doesn't say, you know, the folks who've gone back to Jerusalem, I know they have sinned. What does he say? He says, God, 
I know that my family have sinned, and I know that I have sinned. He doesn't look around and say, those other folks, they're the problem. He says, God, I know that I have been part of the problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice that, Dave. You see, when we go to God, like Nehemiah, we don't go because we deserve to go or because we're entitled to go to God whenever we want. When we come to God in prayer, it's because Jesus died so that we could be brought into God's family. That's the only reason. And so like Nehemiah, when we pray, it's good to remember and to acknowledge that we are sinners, to confess to God that we have sinned, that he is good and holy and that we are not. And it's because of his amazing love that we can go to him in prayer at all. Okay, yeah. So, boys and girls, today, when you pray, make sure you throw in a prayer like Nehemiah, confessing that you, not anyone else, but you, are a sinner and thanking God for his great love, thanking him for being our loving Heavenly Father who wants us to pray to him. Okay, yeah, will do, Dave. And Marvin, I think that's where we'll have to leave it for week 34. So have a great weekend, everyone, and we'll see you on Monday to kick off week 35. Okay, yeah, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you Monday. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.